Welcome to Where I Long to Be, a Magical Trip Report podcast. I'm your host, Virginia. Before we jump into the interview, I have a little housekeeping. I can see that people are out there listening to the podcast, which is very exciting to me, and it would really help others to be able to find the podcast if you would subscribe or leave a quick review. It would also help me to know how you are enjoying the show, and if you have some constructive or kind feedback to help me improve, you can also always email me at whereilongtobepodcast at gmail.com. Because this podcast is a labor of love and I do have a full-time job, I'm not able to publish episodes on a consistent day of the week yet. Eventually, I'll get a more regular schedule going, I hope. Subscribing to the show or even following the podcast on Instagram will give you a notification when a new episode is released. And now let's get down to business. In today's episode, I chatted with Melissa, who recently got back from a trip to California for her teenage son to attend VidCon. This also gave her an excuse for some one-on-one mother-son time at Disneyland. One-on-one time like this can be hard to come by for a mom of four like Melissa, and especially in the teen years, which I can relate to, it's really special to get to do something like this together. If you are a Disney World person who has never considered a trip over to Disneyland, now is the time to unlock that daydream as you've listened to exactly how manageable it can be. It's incredible how much Melissa got done in her time there, and at the end, she'll let you know what she thinks would be the ideal amount of time for a Disneyland trip. With that, let's get to the interview. Welcome, Melissa, to Where I Long to Be. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Melissa and I go way back. Um, We've known each other. We were just talking 20 years at least now, which is crazy. And you are coming to us live from where? From Charlotte, North Carolina. And I am originally a North Carolinian, so we have that connection too, but we actually met living in New York City. So here we are. You are now a Disney travel planner, correct? Yes, I am a travel advisor. I specialize in Disney, Universal, cruises, all of that. Love it. And how long have you been doing it? Um, Officially a year. Um, Before that, I was the kind of friend that, you know, everybody would call me and say, well, what do we do for our trip? Can you help us plan this? Can you help us do that? And so eventually I had another friend who had started an agency and said, I have a spot open for you. So when you're ready to make this Mm -hmm. official, I'm here. So finally took the plunge, did a bunch of training, and now it's official and I get to do it for a part-time job and I love it. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely that friend in my friend yep, group as well. I'm sure you completely <laughs> understand that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and it, you know what? Anything to be able to talk about Disney or Universal or that sort of thing, I'm, I'm happy to have that opportunity. So everybody always asks, are you going to do what you've done now? And right now, I don't think I will, but it is rather tempting. I think eventually you might, you know... It's that enjoyment of just talking about Disney and getting kind of giddy when you hear about other people's trips and excited for them. And then you get to do it every single day. And I do. I use that word way more than I've ever used in my entire life. I get giddy. Like people Mm -hmm. will call me and say, this is what I want to do. And it just makes me so excited that they're going to get to go to the happy place. You know, like they get to go experience it and have a great time. So I love it. So cool. Okay. So this particular trip that we're going to talk about today, can you just tell us a little bit about where you're headed and what your dates are? 
Yes. So um, just a tiny bit of backstory. My 16-year-old came to me the beginning of the school year this year, and he said, I want to go to VidCon in California. And I said, I'm not taking you to California. <laughs> and um, I ended up doing a trip in December, a travel agent trip, and I went to Disneyland because for me, Disneyland was so far away from the realm of possibility because I'm so familiar with Disney World. So I went in December, absolutely fell in love. Um, and so when he asked me again in January, I said, absolutely, we're going. So we are going um, Tuesday, which is June 20th, and we will be there for a week. Super, super excited. And, and especially to spend that time with him because he's 16 and he barely wants to be around me anyway. And so having that special time at Disneyland is going to be extra, extra special. December, you said you went to Disneyland. Where did you stay on that trip? Oh, I stayed at the Disneyland Resort. If you ever have the opportunity to stay at the Disneyland Resort, stay there. It is breathtaking. It is so much history, so much just magic. Every corner, it's wonderful. I would love to stay there. I would also love to stay at the Grand Californian, of course, one day. Um, I've been to Disneyland twice now, and only one of the two times we stayed on property, and we stayed at the Pixar Pier, and it was fine. (laughs) it was fine you know what though it's going to be so special soon because they're doing the whole big renovation um it's going to be amazing it will be amazing when i went it very much felt like a chain hotel that they had added a couple of disney touches to um but i love disneyland so i'm so excited to talk to you about this vidcon what are the dates for that how much of of your trip is being taken up by VidCon. And I guess I should really ask, what is VidCon? I don't really know. Um, (laughs) So my kid is into um, video gaming, streaming, editing, all of that stuff. So I'm not sure if he's using this as a ploy for me to take him to Disneyland or if this is really super important to him. Um, But his VidCon is from June 23rd through the 20, no, 22nd through the 24th. So three days. And we're going to be there for a week. Um, we have okay. five day uh, park hopper passes. And so we've kind of sprinkled in those days in between all his um, his convention days. Okay. So it's just the two of you. Did you get a nonstop flight? No, we didn't. Oh, this no. was I am a very um, I'm a very type A, very planner. This was not in the plans for this year. So the budget was not there. So we said whatever it takes. I'm not spending 24 hours to get there, but we're flying from Charlotte to Atlanta and then Atlanta to SNA. What is that one? Um, is that the John Wayne? John Wayne. Yes. So we're flying, we're flying into John Wayne, um, but we're getting there at 1030 in the morning. So even though it'll take a while and we've got a layover, it's fine. Oh yeah. That's not bad at all. And John Wayne, from what I understand is closer than LAX. LAX was kind of, kind of a pain to get to property, but I've heard that John Wayne is easier and it's also smaller. Mm -hmm. So it's supposed to be about 30 minutes. We're going to take an Uber from John Wayne to our hotel. And it's the plan is 30 minutes. We'll see. Okay. And then what kind of layover for Atlanta? And I asked that because I have done a transfer in Atlanta before and it felt like the world's biggest airport. So if you don't have a lot of time and you have to go to a different gate, it can be tough. I hope not. Um, it's not long. It's like 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So you I might have a home alone type sprint through the airport. 
Just don't forget your kid. <laughs> on that. I'm going to be the first one standing up and like running through the aisle to get off the plane. Yeah, it's just very long and spread out. So it can be a little bit stressful. Um, okay, so for this trip, where are you staying? We are staying at a good neighbor hotel at the Clarion. And the reason we chose the Clarion is because it is right next to the convention center, but it's also right across the street from the Toy Story parking lot. And so we can walk across the street and take the shuttle versus a 20-minute walk or dealing with the transportation system. Got it. That's fantastic. And the convention is right there at the convention center, so it's perfect for both. It is. And it's also if I feel like I need to spend longer in the park and he needs to go to the convention center, it's something that I feel comfortable letting him do on his own so I can enjoy more grown-up time in the park. Fantastic. Okay. So as you go into this trip, I know that you've been to Disney World recently because I follow all of your adventures online. Will you plan on using Genie Plus or anything like that for this trip? Yes. Yeah, so one really cool thing about Disneyland is you can include Genie Plus in your package. And oh, so okay. when we purchased our tickets, we have Park Hopper and Genie Plus, and it's already purchased and taken care of. There are some major differences between the two, but that one is so wonderful. So it's completely done. Oh, that is, that's really nice because I really don't like having to think about that at midnight the night before or at 6.50 a.m. as I prepare to do what I need to do. So that's really, really convenient. All right. And do they have any individual lightning lanes you think you'll take advantage of there? They do. The last time I went, I bought one of them. Um, but I think because it's just the two of us, I really think that we're just going to wait in line. Um, mm-hmm. They have one for Rise of the Resistance and they have one for Radiator Springs Racers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like I don't have little kids with me. I'm not in a huge hurry. If my 16-year-old has to stand there and talk to me, that's not the worst thing in the world. Um, so I think we're just going to we'll, – we'll play it by ear. We'll see. It'll be interesting after our trip if I tell you that we just said forget it and bought them. Um, but the plan is not to right now. Yeah, I bet, especially based on the number of days that you're going to be there, that you will find times to ride those things without too long a wait. Absolutely. Five days is very much enough for Disneyland with just the two parks. And we don't have early entry because we're not on property. But I still feel like five days um, will be plenty to do whatever we want multiple times. The great thing is is that the parks are so close that if you're in one park and you see, oh, this is has a really low weight, you can very easily swap parks and go. Oh, there. I mean, you walk across. It's like three minutes. Yeah. Literally like three minutes walking across the Esplanade. It's very easy. Yeah, I would say for people who are not familiar with with Disneyland, sort of the I'm going to guess that the distance, if you're standing in front of the gate of one, looking at the gate of the other, is sort of like right as if you got off the, um, maybe off of the the ferry boat from Ticket and Transportation, and you're like right at the edge of the dock, and you can see the train station in Magic Kingdom. It's about that distance. It's not far at all. No, and that's a really good explanation because you you absolutely can. You walk out one gate, you can see the other. It is steps away. It's wonderful. And all of that is right next door to 
downtown Disney. I downtown, guess it's called there. Yes, I wanted downtown to say Disney, Disney Springs. Yes. <laughs> it's all connected. There's a big long strip of downtown Disney, and at one end is the Disneyland Hotel, and at the other end you have both California Adventure and Disneyland. And so it's really nice how convenient. If you want to leave a park and go to downtown Disney to eat, it's very simple and very doable. Mm-hmm. And if you're staying at any of those hotels, either on property or the good neighbors that are really close by in a lot of cases, it's really easy to just walk back to your hotel too. So I think it's a whole, a whole new world for people <laughs> for people who are Do so we need used to break to, into song. I know, I know. <laughs> Um, I, I think for people who are used to Disney world, when you go there, it's, it's interesting how intimate it feels. There's still so much to do, but everything is so close together and it feels familiar, but different. Now don't get your hopes up about the castle. It's small (laughs) in comparison. And you can't even, I had so many people warn me about that. You'll walk down Main Street, you'll feel the familiarity of Main Street because it really feels like you're at Magic Kingdom. And Mm -hmm. you walk down Main Street and you look up and there's this tiny little itty bitty gorgeous castle Mm -hmm. at the end of Main Street. It is so small. And I use, I use Cinderella's castle as like my, you know, my, my point to be able, whenever I am in the park, I can look and I, oh, I need to go that way because that's where Cinderella's castle is because you can see it from most places in Magic Kingdom and you cannot see Sleeping Beauty's castle in Disneyland at all. It's real short. It almost, in comparison, looks like some little playhouse in someone's backyard. So <laughs> just prepare yourself. Even if you go into it knowing it's small, it is, it's real small. So, Well, and veering off the itinerary again, just a little mm-hmm. bit, um, I was so interested because, first of all, I felt such loyalty to Disney World. And I thought, I'm going to get here and I'm not going to like it or it's going to be boring or whatever, or I'm going to just feel that loyalty and not love it. Disneyland compared is so easy. Mm -hmm. It is so much easier. And so if you don't take into account, if you're on the East coast, the longer plane ride and the time difference and all of that, it would be a great first experience for families for Disney because it is so much easier. And you still have some of the, the things that we know and love in, in Disney world in Florida as well. The last time I went, it was pre-Genie Plus, but their FastPass system was very similar um, in that you could pay to use an app instead of walking up to the kiosk and using their paper version. And I just remember thinking how much easier it was not to have to plan out three fast passes in advance. Like everything was pretty much available when you wanted to do it. And it was it was very simple to walk around and do what we wanted to do. Even things we had to wait for. It didn't feel like we had to wait that long. Well, and that's another thing. And I actually, we talked about this in my training last December is for some reason, and they weren't able to tell us why genie plus works so much better at Disneyland. That's like, what I mean, I keep if hearing. you go on the app right now, you'll look at it and it'll be like space mountain where you can get one for 30 minutes from now. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's incredible how it works so well. And I don't understand why, um, mm-hmm. I had someone tell me that, and I have not confirmed this, there are the same amount of rides in Disneyland and California Adventure put together as there are in the four parks at Disney World. Same I, amount I've of rides. I've definitely heard that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, Genie Plus works so much better at Disneyland, which makes the whole experience easier. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like if people are intimidated by Disneyland, they just shouldn't be because <laughs> it's, it's yeah. so much easier. Yeah. Not better, different. But. No, it's different. Um, 
and there's there's a magic there knowing that that's where Walt walked and the history behind it and you know all of those great Disney Imagineers so it's really special and I think that every especially if you're a Disney Parks fan you should make a point to go there at least once in your life um, I think a lot of us have goals to go to every Disney park at least once in our lives. So for Disneyland, I do not feel nearly as familiar with the restaurants. Do you have any reservations already planned for any on-property dining? So we do. And what's interesting is that I didn't at first. And I thought, you know what, I've got my list of, oh, I've got to try this food. I've got to try that food. And I was so excited about trying all these different snacks. And then my son said, well, I need to go to Lamplight Lounge. They have the lobster nachos. We have to go. And so I quickly just checked and there are absolutely last minute reservations for things. And so I made reservations for the two of us for Lamplight Lounge for the day we get there. And I'm a little nervous because we land at 1030 and the reservation is at 1245. Okay. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm hoping I can modify it at some point and make it later. We may cancel that. We will see how that works out. Um, we have Splitsville because he's meeting friends and I've never eaten at Splitsville in at Disney World either. No, um, to me, it was a bowling alley. Why would you go to a bowling alley to eat? But I've actually heard really, really good things about that. I food. recently did too. I was, I can't remember. It was some podcast I was listening to. They were saying it was actually a good place to eat and it's not something I would have considered. So me neither. So we're doing that. I, I'm supposed to sit at a separate table far away because he's meeting people that he's only met online and he's 16. So I would like to be where I can see him. So I'm supposed to hide in a corner, but apparently I'm going to go anyway and eat. Um, we have Carnation <laughs> Cafe, which I've heard the fried pickles are incredible. So we're going to go for the fried pickles. And then we have Cafe Orleans, which we have to get the Monte Cristo there. Mm -hmm. um, so, so far, that's it. I have a whole list of incredible snacks and little things that we want to try, which I don't know if we'll get to them all. But those are our four reservations for now. Okay. Well, those sound like great experiences to have. I will say in terms of the snacks, the churros in Disneyland are so much better. I'm sure you've had them on your previous trip. Are you a churro fan? Um, I wasn't, but I did for the first time last time I was at Disneyland, try the churro and they have so many more varieties, flavors. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you say about churros in Disneyland. And it was really interesting because in the holidays they had, I mean, they have gingerbread and they had s'mores mm -hmm. and all of these fun things. And so absolutely amazing. So we're definitely going to get churros. I just, I'll have to report back on what kind we decide on. Yeah. The ones that they have in Disney World are nowhere near as good. I do not recommend eating churros in Disney World unless you are getting them from Nomad Lounge, in which case buy all the churros <laughs> because they're amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> so good. Because you just have to. Yes, exactly. And they're gluten-free. So no complaints there. Um, all right. Are you doing anything else outside of Disneyland, California Adventure, and, and the VidCon realm? We are not. Um, our days, I want to stay close to the hotel, close to the convention center. So we're pretty much sticking to that. We had the option of doing a tour and we chose the restaurants over a tour um, because I felt as a travel agent, understanding the restaurants to be able to help people know what's there was a little more important. And so um, that's basically it. Nothing super, super special out of the ordinary. 
All right, so let's take a little walk through your days. So you are arriving on Tuesday, June the 20th, and you said you landed about 10.30 a.m. and as of right now have a Lamplight Lounge reservation that we're crossing our fingers you will make. We will be like running through the park to get to it <laughs> if we make it. Um, what are you going to be doing that day? Are you park hopping, planning to stay in one area? Well, we have our reservation for California Adventure. And um, we probably will do lunch and then hang out over there for a while just because my son's never been. Um, Because we have five days, I feel like that gives us the opportunity to really be able to slow down and explore things. I'm sure we'll be stacking our um, lightning lanes while we're at lunch, um, trying to make sure we can fill up for the evening. But he is super, super excited about Guardians and Web Swingers. So, so excited. And so we will probably be doing those as soon as possible. Yeah, I would love to do the web slingers. And I think that that's going to be a top priority for us when we ever go back. Not sure when that will be yet. Was it Was it there when you were there before? No, it was not. No. It was very fun. If you get motion sick, it's kind of a once a day thing, but it's very fun. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what year I was there last. I want to say it was, I think it was 2019. So it wasn't that long ago, but it was long enough ago that the Web Slingers was not a thing. Was Avengers Campus there? No. No, because the, the little bug Bugs World or uh, Bugs Life Land or whatever it was called was still there. Um, they did have the Tower of Terror that had been converted into the Guardians, whatever. Guardians. Yeah. yeah. And that was cool, but I am such a Tower of Terror fan. I really wasn't a big fan of the conversion version. I have to say, I actually liked it a lot better. Um, I feel like the really? Tower of Terror has, it has so much lead up. It has so much of that, like going through the hallways and all that. And Guardians was like, let's get right to the ride. Let's get to the adventure. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the thrill. And so I think that that's why I liked it so much better. Mm-hmm. And it, I do get motion sick and it did not make me motion sick like Tower of Terror does because it wasn't as much jerking up and down and up and down. So yeah. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. I don't know if this is true with, with the Disneyland version, but in Hollywood Studios, it's randomized. So you go up and down and it's always different. And um, I don't know. I just really like the theming of the Tower of Terror. That being said, I love Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It is probably my favorite on uh, Disney property right now. Love it. Love the songs. Love everything about it. So I would be interested to see how I would feel about going back to Disneyland and writing that now that I like that in Disney World so much. Like, does that make a difference for me? I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like their Cosmic Rewind is such a different level of any different experience anywhere. But yes, I would be interested to hear if you like it after yeah. writing that. Um, okay, so Wednesday, June the 21st, what's the plan? Um, the 21st, um, we have a California Adventure reservation as well. We're going to try to do a lot of meals in our room, breakfast and lunch, so that we can really have the fun snacks and the fun dinners in the park, and I don't feel like I'm killing the budget. All we have to do for the convention is check in that day, so we really, really get to spend most of the day at the park. The plan is to open it and close it down. Nice. It's great that your son has a mom who's willing to do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I did, I did say that we will probably need a rest in the middle of the day, which I know is normally for like, you plan that for the toddlers, but mm-hmm. with it being such a time difference and us having gotten up so early and all that, I feel like, you know, an hour or two back at the hotel is kind of important to be able to make it until 11 o'clock at night. True. Very, very true. Okay. Thursday, June the 22nd. So Thursday the 22nd is a really interesting day because my kid will be at VidCon the entire day. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to get a discounted travel agent ticket. And so I'm going by myself. Um, I made a reservation for Disneyland. Okay. And it's going to be one of those take the day very slow, get a cup of coffee, walk down Main Street, go in shops. And I did some digging and found some really interesting things around the parks that I want to go experience. For example, I don't know if all of this is true, but apparently outside of um, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is um, the bench that Walt sat on as he was watching his kids on the merry-go-round and had the whole concept for Disneyland. And apparently the bench is there. And so that kind of thing, I want to go see the bench and, and, you know, I don't know if we get to sit on it or take a picture with it or whatever, but I think Mm -hmm. little things like that, that I would not drag my kid to, or especially if I had little kids with me, I would never take them to do that. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to a day by myself where I just get to kind of explore the little bits of magic that are hiding in Disneyland. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that bench, but I do know that on the carousel that's in Disneyland, they have the horse that Mary Poppins got to sit on in the movie. Lots of history there. Okay, so you're going to be by yourself the entire time. Can I ask, you've been to Disney World by yourself before or not? Are you usually with others? I have. Okay. I have. um, Not a lot. And honestly, it's not my favorite. I feel like... Um, I do end up sitting around a lot more because I'm not a big go on rides by myself person. I love to share that experience with other people, whether it's my kids or a friend or my husband or whatever. I love to share that with other people. So normally if I'm in the parks by myself, I will go to shows. I'll go to parades. I love watching the fireworks by myself, but it's mostly people watching and getting fun treats that I might not get for my entire family um, Mm -hmm. or taking the time to really slow down and enjoy that sort of thing. So um, I have done Walt Disney World a few times alone, but I'm really looking forward to to Disneyland because I haven't really done that at this slow of a pace before. Well, that'll be great because th- there are a lot of rides and attractions and things to look at in Disneyland. Like you said earlier, it's as much as it's in Disney World, but kind of smushed into these two parks. So you can really, really find a lot to do. Okay, so Friday the 23rd. So Friday we have reservations for California Adventure. Um, we're going to do uh, breakfast in the room. We're going to pack our lunch probably. Um, the teen has VidCon on and off throughout the day. And um, so we'll kind of be going back and forth, I think. While he's at the convention, I may go to the parks by myself. Um, no real plans there. His plan throughout this trip is to ride every single ride and do every single attraction. So this may be our kind of catch up day where we try. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how possible that is. Um, He'll be doing a lot by himself because of my, uh, I will not do the, the submarines, the Nemo submarines. Mm -hmm. Um, Not my thing. Claustrophobic. I'm not squishing myself into that. Are Um, those still open? So they changed it. It was a submarine ride and now they have um, 
within the past, I don't know, 10 years, if um, they've changed it into a Finding Nemo ride. And you, you, I mean, I, I stood there at the monorail um, and watched all of these people shove into this tiny, tiny submarine. And I said, there is no way I'm going in there. I don't care how great the ride is. I will, I will watch this ride on YouTube. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's one of the ones he will be going on by himself. So that's going to be kind of our catch up day to do things that we haven't done yet Mm -hmm. so that he can check off his list. Okay. Yeah. I am in in agreement with you. I, I think in my mind, because I'm not willing to do a submarine type thing, I just convinced myself that it had closed completely. (laughs) So you created this idea in your mind because it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Because when you started talking about it, I was like, well, that's close. That hasn't been open for years. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) It's open. It's open. You're just not willing to do it, Virginia. (laughs) It is terrifying though to me to watch that. I mean, it is absolutely like I won't do mission space at Disney World or at Epcot Mm -hmm. because it's so claustrophobic. I just, I can't. I will let you know how the ride is from my 16 year old's perspective, because okay. I will be standing on the outside taking pictures. Okay. I'm on the outside, always looking in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, musical theater references. Um, okay. <laughs> I feel like we could have a soundtrack like running through our entire conversation. I really struggle to have these conversations and not break out into song. The struggle <laughs> is real. Saturday, the 24th, he's off at VidCon. You're doing your thing. So that brings us to Sunday, the 25th. Sunday, the 25th, um, he is done by now. And we have a nighttime reservation, 740 for Carnation Cafe to do the fried pickles. And we're at California Adventure uh, in the morning. We'll park hop, I'm sure. And no real plans. We're kind of just going to play it by ear because, again, five days is a lot. But the really cool thing about Disneyland is similar to Disney World, but even more so at Disneyland, the more days you add, the ticket prices go down per day so significantly that the difference between three days and five days was insignificant. And so we just decided to go for the five days. So it's a complete bonus day and we'll we'll see what happens. Can you remind me for Carnation Cafe, is that one of the ones that's on Main Street? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I had it written down somewhere, but I don't know where it I'm, is. I'm trying to remember if I have eaten there before. I'm just going to pull out I'm, my I'm little app real quick. Because if I can see where it is on I the map, so. I, will, I will remember. It's at Disneyland. And there's a story behind it, though. I can't remember what the story is. I think it has uh, like some kind of meatloaf or something that Walt, like his favorite thing. It is. It's something like that. Yeah. It's, oh, it's right on Main Street. Yes, then I have been there, I believe. And whatever I had, I think it was um, one of the supposedly things when I was looking favorite. at dining is um, I really wanted to pick out restaurants that had something significant that it was known for. Mm-hmm. You don't want to eat at the Rainforest Cafe? No, I have no desire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally good. Oh, so one of the things we're going to definitely do is we're going to go to Dolly Holiday and mm-hmm. get Walt's favorite, his. Um, Grilled cheese, or I think he called it toasted cheese or whatever, the grilled cheese and then the tomato basil soup. Mm -hmm. And of course, the giant red macaroon, the raspberry macaroon, which is, I have had, and it's incredible. Oh my gosh. It looks so good. It's, it is way too much for one person. It's incredibly sweet, but it is amazing. Um, For scale, how big is it, would you say? 
well, it's a Mickey head. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Mickey head. I would say um, bigger than a Mickey ice cream bar, but not by much. Is that a good okay. scale? Yeah. No, that, that helps because it's hard to tell when you're looking at a picture of it. Right. It's, it's significant um, and it's very, very, very sweet. But I mean, it's got like fresh raspberries in it. Wonderful. But I have to tell you, I am not a soup person. And I decided to just go for it. And I had the toasted cheese sandwich and the tomato basil soup. And I'm telling you, I was licking the bowl. It was really? so amazing. I'm like taking my fingers and wiping the bowl out to get every last drop. It is incredible. And I don't like, not only do I not like tomatoes, I don't like soup. And it blew me away. So we're definitely going back to Jolly Holiday to get that at some point. Okay cannot wait to hear how you feel about it this time. And I, living in North Carolina, I feel like you need to come to a love of tomatoes. Come over to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't know, fried green tomatoes here? <laughs> yes. So good. So good. Monday, June the 26th. By my calculation of a five-day park trip, you are not going to a park this day. Is that true? We do have a park that day. Um, oh. Saturday the 24th is the day we don't have a park. Oh, okay. Sorry. I made a I note think we might Disneyland. We, made a, we might have skipped Saturday. I think we combined Friday and Saturday. Okay. Got it. So okay. Friday, so Saturday's a rest day. Yeah. Saturday's a rest day. I'm actually meeting up with a friend from high school. Um, and that's the day we're going to Splitsville to meet the internet friends. Um but yes, Saturday, June 24th is no parks. Okay. And, and that, that's the day you'll be sitting in a corner with the disguise on, mm -hmm. hoping not to be seen by the friends. Exactly. I'm sure <laughs> with a margarita at some point, you know, I mean, does Splitsville have, do you have margaritas at a bowling alley? I don't even I know. Think, no, I think that's one of the great things is that they have an extensive cocktail list. But I would, I would invite you to dress up like Miss Picky from Muppets Take Manhattan. Please wear a trench coat, sunglasses, be sitting mustache. off on the Should side. Mustache. Yes, definitely. <laughs> a fedora. Yes. For Love sure. it. Um, all right. So now we are going back to Monday, June the 26th, and you do have a park day. What park day is that? We do. We have Disneyland reservation that day. Um, and our plans are to have breakfast in the room, get to the park as early as possible, um, it's kind of a favorites day at that point because I'm hoping we will have checked off my son's list and done everything. Um, so we will go ahead and do that. I have noticed there are some shows that only show certain days as well as the nighttime shows are only on certain days. And so hopefully by this point we will have gotten all of those in. Um, and then we'll go back to the room to eat lunch, to rest and to pack because we'll have to leave the next day. Uh, then we have cafe Orleans um, at seven fifty that night to get the Monte Cristo. Fantastic. Okay. Well, this is, this is a lot. And then the 27th is your departure day, correct? It is. We Sadly. are, we leave for the airport. I know. I mean, it sounds like a long trip, but you know, it's always sad when you leave. It doesn't matter how long mm -hmm. you're there. You're always sad. So we're going to leave about um, eight to eight 30. We're going to Uber to the airport. Okay. And what time does that get you back to Charlotte? Oh, it's an awful day. <laughs> we have, <laughs> let's see, our flight takes off from John Wayne Airport at 1145. We get, with the time change, we get to Atlanta at 715, and we have a three-hour layover in Atlanta. 
Um, The good thing about that is we're going to be so ready to get off the plane. We can have dinner, kind of just not have to rush in Atlanta to our flight. Um, And then our last flight from Atlanta is only an hour. So we'll be exhausted. We'll get home about midnight, 1230 and just crash. Okay. Do you have anything to do the next day or you're you'll be able to get some downtime. And kind oh my of goodness. Decompress. I have four kids. So no, it's back to, <laughs> it's back to real life. I wish, I'm sure we'll try to grab a nap and my 16 year old will hide out for a couple days in the dark in his room. Um, but mm-hmm. nope, it's back to real life. Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing all about this magical trip after you get back. So I hope you have a fantastic time. I hope you travel safely and uh, we will talk to you very soon. Thank you. I'm so excited. Welcome back, Melissa. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How was the trip overall? Um, It was absolutely amazing. Um, We had some little hiccups along the way. We changed some of our plans, but overall it was incredible. Okay. Incredible. No pun intended. Did you ride the Incredicoaster? <laughs> you know what? I started counting how many times we rode it and then I couldn't keep track anymore. I mean, over the four days, five days, we were five days. Um, we probably rode it 15 times. I can only do one a day though, because after one, I'm out for the rest of the day because it's intense. But my kid rode it over and over and over again. I love that coaster. And when we went um, the last time and Alex was with us, he was a little too nervous to ride it. And so we went, we kept hovering over in that area. And at the very end of the night, he was like, I think I'm going to do it. And so we went over there, but it had already, the line had closed. So he was not able to ride it. Now he rides everything. So he's like, we have to go back so that I can get a chance to redeem myself and write it. Um, so I know that that will be our top priority when we get back to California eventually. I completely agree with him. You have to go back. Yes. Yes. It, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of, of when. Um, okay. So let's get right into it then. You were scheduled to arrive at 1030 how was the travel out there? What happened with your flights? I can tell by the look on your face that things were not great. What happened? Not great. So I don't, I think I said this before, but it was my son's first time flying ever. And so he was a little nervous. He's 16, but still when you've never done it, it's nerve wracking. So we get there plenty of time. Charlotte airport is insane with security. It's, it's a full hour to get through security, no matter when you go. So we got through security and the flight was delayed and it was delayed and it was delayed. And I'm at first I was fine, except I realized that we had originally only had about 50 minutes between our flights. And so I was like, there's no way we're going to make this connecting flight. Um, We were hoping and praying that they would delay the second flight as well, but they did not. We finally got on and we got there. I want to say 15 minutes before our flight. And I asked the flight attendant, I said, what do you think? And he goes, what's it going to hurt? Run. So my kid's like, all right, let's run. So we were the people running through the airport trying to make our flight. And in Atlanta, you know, you have to take trains. And so we're on the train and I am dying because I know we're not going to make this. Um, But we don't. We go and the doors had closed way before we got there. So we got a later flight and it was perfect because we got in at 2.30. So it wasn't insane. We still had time. Um, And we took an Uber, which if you are going to Disneyland, 
fly into SNA, John Wayne Airport is incredible. It is so much easier than flying into Los Angeles. We basically just walked out the building doors and grabbed an Uber. There's no huge walks that you have to do. You don't have to take buses to get to the Ubers, nothing. So we walked out, grabbed an Uber, super easy. Um, we got to the hotel probably maybe 3.45. So it was very easy. And they got us right into our room so we could get settled. And then we went ahead and went to the parks and he wanted to do California Adventure first. So that is where we went. Before we get into your parks, can you just tell us how was the room at the Clarion? Did it meet your expectations? Was it sufficient for what you needed? So being a good neighbor hotel, I already knew that it was going to have to meet some of Disney's qualifications to be able to be called that. Um, I had read reviews, some were very bad and some were amazing. And so I was a little nervous, but it was perfect. It wasn't, it wasn't dirty. It wasn't um, super outdated, but it wasn't a brand new hotel. Um, we had two beds, we had a fridge in our room. They had a microwave downstairs that you could use. Um, and the pool was great. The walk was amazing. It was about 15 minutes from our hotel to the gates uh, when we wow. walked. And if we didn't want to do that, it was about probably eight minutes across the street to the Toy Story parking lot, and they had a shuttle. So you could get on the shuttle there, and it took a few extra minutes, but when you're tired and really don't want to walk back and forth, it was very handy to have close by. And so we would get on the shuttle sometimes and just go right to the front gates of Disneyland. Wow, that's really convenient. Um, okay, so I also have in my notes that you had a 1245 lunch scheduled for Lamplight Lounge. Were you able to reschedule that or was it just a, a no-go? Well, while we were at the Charlotte Airport, we, we canceled it. We knew there was mm -hmm. absolutely no way we were going to make it and it was going to be cutting it close anyway. So we canceled that and we did not reschedule at the time because there wasn't anything available, but we did, we were able to reschedule it for a different day. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So let's get into it. You headed straight over to the parks. What was your, your first priority at California Adventure? Incredicoaster, of course. Um, <laughs> I was excited because they have so many more single rider lines than they do at Disney World. And having a 16-year-old, we're both totally fine riding by ourselves. So we did single rider right away. We walked in the gates and made a lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And then we did the single rider for Incredicoaster, which was awesome. And then we went to ride Guardians, which I have to say is probably my favorite ride in all of Disneyland. I am not a Tower of Terror fan at all. And this ride was so much fun. The energy, the music, people were singing and yelling and clapping the entire time that you're getting shot up and down and up and down. And it was just, the vibe was just so much fun. Um, so we did Guardians and then we got another lightning lane for Incredicoaster. And he went back and actually used both of ours because we got there and I said, I'm just not ready to ride this again. So he used mine and his and got to ride two more times in a row. And while he was doing that, I sat at the end of the ride and I saw, oh, there's Jack-Jack's Num Num cookies right here nice little cookie stand. And I had never had one before. They have them in Disney World, but I had mm -hmm. just hadn't been something I had done. And so I got the cookie and I have to say, I have been missing out. Have you had one? I have. They're huge though. So I don't think I've had one more than once. 
Well, and I hear, I've been told that they're better in Disneyland. I don't know why. I don't know what's better, but I've been told they're better. I definitely did not eat the whole thing. I split it with him, but it was wonderful. And with it being a little bit warm outside, the the cookie was gooey without being incredibly messy, but perfection. Loved it. Loved it. So um, let's see. After that, I ordered groceries and went back to the hotel to pick up the groceries to meet them at the front and kind of settle in a little and Jack stayed at the parks. And by that point, we had been up since 3.30 in the morning and I was incredibly exhausted. And so I crashed for an hour, which was a smart idea because I was able to make it until late that night with him. So very, very good idea. Can you remind me at uh, Disneyland and California Adventure, does their Genie Plus work the same way Ours does, or do you have to have walked through the gates? You have to have walked through the gates. And you also, one nice thing about their Genie Plus is you can purchase them with your tickets. So right. you're not I remember you mentioned that. It's 45 to buy your Genie Plus. Right. So we had already pre-purchased it. And so as soon as we walked in the gates, that was the first thing we did as we made our first lightning lane, uh, which was really, it's, it's different. But, and I mentioned this last time, it works so much better. I was getting 15 rides in a day using the Genie Plus. When wow. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever done more than maybe 8 or 9 at Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, same for me. So, it definitely works better. All right. So, was the grocery delivery service that you used one that you'd recommend? Was it easy? How did that all work? It was. I used DoorDash, which I had never done for groceries before, but we have the Dash Pass, which makes the delivery free. And so I ordered from Aldi and she was quick. She was communicative the whole time. And it was very easy just to meet her at the hotel lobby. And then I just took my groceries up and put them away. Um, I highly recommend getting groceries, especially bottles of water, because I think a lot of times people forget how important that is. And snacks, too, because if you're snacking in the middle of the day, sure, churros are amazing, popcorn at Disney World, Disneyland, amazing, but you're not going to want to spend $6 every time just when you're snacky. So it was really nice to have, you know, the little cans of Pringles in our bag or trail mix or whatever that we could easily grab. So it was nice to get that. We did also get breakfast and lunch items as well, so that was helpful. Yeah, I, I without fail, will always order bottled water, even though, you know, I want to, I want to save the planet, but it just makes it so much easier. And when, when I order, I usually order from Amazon and the Amazon brand water is so cheap. So you just get as many as you need and grab some snacks, even if you're just keeping them in your room. Um, it just makes things so much easier and it will save you a lot of money in the long run. Absolutely. After your nap, what was your, your next plan of, of the day? Oh, so while I was taking a nap, Jack was stacking our lightning lanes. So he was going ride to ride to ride uh, while mm-hmm. I was napping. And so when I got there, he had already built up a few for me too, which was really nice. And I got back about seven and we walked over to Disneyland. We did Haunted Mansion, Runaway Railway, Winnie the Pooh. And during the fireworks, Rise of the Resistance was 15 minutes. So we did that, which I haven't done in a long time because the line's always long. And I feel like for me, it's, I've done it, I've experienced it. It's not something I need to do over and over, but it was really nice to be able to only wait 15 minutes and go right on it. 
Um, but we were there until 11 and then ready to crash. And so we walked home and went to bed very, very quickly because at that point we were exhausted. Mm-hmm. So what time was it California time that you hit the sack? It was 11 that we went to bed California time. So it would have been okay. 2 o'clock our time. Yeah. 2 o'clock our time. And we had been up since 3.30. Yeah, that's so that's a long day. <laughs> It was long. We were running on about 24 hours almost being awake, except for my little 45-minute nap I took. I didn't want to sleep too long that I was groggy and didn't want to go back. So it was really perfect. The next day we rope dropped. And so we were there super, super early. Um, we got walked right in and again got Lightning Lanes 4 and Credit Coaster and jumped in the single rider line. And then I walked around by myself and met some characters while he kept doing single rider line for Incredicoaster. I walked around and I saw the Incredibles. I turned and they were basically standing right behind me. And it's it was just so much fun walking and have them just appear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met them. We went over to Monsters, Inc. and rode that. And there was a trick for Monsters, Inc. that I wanted to try, but we never we never did. If you go up to the front to the cast member and you say, I'm here with my buddy, they'll take you in the back way and let you get right on the ride. Wow, that's a big tip. Basically like single rider, except you have to have someone with you. I did not try it, but I asked somebody else who had done it and they said it's real. So I don't know if they have to do it or if it's just what they decide, but I thought that was kind of a fun thing. And that's different just for anybody who's listening who's not somebody who's been to Disneyland. It's an actual ride. It's not a laugh floor like we have in Disney World. What would you compare it to as a ride? Well, you're actually going through the movie. Um, I don't know what I could really compare it to because a lot of the Fantasyland stuff at Disneyland is you're moving through the movies. So you've got Mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland, Pinocchio. um, You're just going through the storyline of the movie. And so basically that's what it is. And it's fun. It's cute. Um, They have a really neat room toward the end where you're – it's all dark and you have all the doors up on the conveyor belts mm-hmm. all around you, like running super quickly. And so that's fun. Um, it's kind of a one and done for me. Not super, super fun, but I definitely wanted to try it and take Jack on it too. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, we rode Radiator Springs Racers single rider, walked right on. And this was, by this time, it was probably 10 o'clock. And you would think that it would take forever because that's one of the most popular rides we walked right on. And Jack said he didn't like it as much as test track, even though it's basically the same concept. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's wonderful. Um, you go through a little bit of the movies and you see all the characters around you and then they get to a part and they're like, on your mark, get set, go. And you take off and you're racing a car that's next to you. And it's just so much fun because just like a typical racetrack, you're sometimes you're up on the side. And so you're actually riding this ride sideways. So Mm -hmm. I thought it was lots of fun. But doing that single rider saved us a ton of time because we're walking past all of these people who've already been in line for an hour and still have so much more time to go. And so it was it's fun to do that. Um, We did Soarin', which... Sometimes they have the California version, and mm-hmm. this time it was just exactly the same as Disney World. But we love that ride, so it was fun to do together. Did um, you get a, a bent Eiffel Tower where you were sitting? We did. It's not – I know that it's super fun to be in the middle, but since I've done it so many times before, it didn't matter. If I was 
with somebody for the first time, I would try to maneuver my way into the middle so that they got to see it without the super distorted Eiffel Tower. I wrote it a ton of times without um, realizing where I needed to sit. I was just like, it's always bent. That's fine, I guess. And then one day I finally got the nerve to talk to a cast member. And I said, I've never, ever ridden in the middle before. Is there any chance I could just wait for a spot in the middle? And they let me do it. And so I was like, okay. I've seen the Eiffel Tower as it was meant to be seen, and now I don't need to ask for that accommodation anymore. That's exactly it, is I think it's really a different experience riding it in the middle, because even the mountains are kind of skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the hot air balloons that come toward you are a little bit wonky, but I think that one, once you've done it once, it's, it's totally fine to sit on the outside. Um, but that's definitely one of our favorites. And at this point in the day, Jack had to go sign in, register for VidCon, which mm-hmm. I found out what VidCon is. <laughs> VidCon basically <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of YouTubers. So okay. he was meeting he was meeting um, my nine year old's favorite Sean Does Magic. He met Sean Does Magic. He met John Green. Um, he met a lot of people that he's been watching for the past few years, and they've gotten really really big since COVID, and all the kids are on YouTube all the time. Mm-hmm. And so he had a blast, but he met up with friends that he's been playing gaming with online for the past two or three years. And as the mom, I kind of hung out for a little bit, but they were great, great, responsible, wonderful kids. So I took off and went back to the parks. They, <laughs> they registered, they went to lunch together at downtown Disney. I think they went to Splitsville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back and I wanted to, I had a goal. I wanted to meet as many princesses that I could and get them to do a video for me. So I have, I think, 12 videos of princesses saying, hi, everybody. And then they go through and and tell why they want you to hang out with them or whatever. And so I thought that would be really fun. So I met the Little Mermaid from the new movie. I met Mirabelle, Pocahontas, um, the uh, original Ariel, Cinderella, Rapunzel, all of this on this day because Jack wasn't with me and would not want to do that. So I went back and did all that by myself. Was that all over in Disneyland Park? That was in Disneyland. So when I went back, I did go to Disneyland because at that point you could park hop. Um, At Disneyland, you can park hop at 11. And so by the time he got settled with lunch, it's so nice. I wish Um, we had that here. So nice. It's two o'clock just seems so late, Mm -hmm. especially when you're you're rope dropping. Um, I did Roger Rabbit. Indiana Jones is one of my favorites, and I did that. Um, and then I had snagged earlier that morning, a lamplight lounge reservation for, I think it was six o'clock. And so Jack joined me at that point. We went to lamplight lounge. He had the lobster nachos, which are one of those things that when you try to figure out what the go-to foods are for Disneyland and California adventure, you have to get the lobster nachos. They were amazing. I don't eat seafood. I taste it. I don't eat seafood, Mm -hmm. but they were amazing. Um, I wasn't super hungry, so I just got a kid's meal, which is nice that they let you do that. Mm-hmm. I got grilled chicken fingers with like an orange sauce or something. And then um, they have a lot of secret menu items and drink items. Um, and so I asked them about their secret drinks, and I ended up choosing one called Over Budget, which I thought uh-huh. was absolutely hilarious, <laughs> right? Um, it was good. And it was fun to sit outside at Lamplight Lounge and look across the water and watch the Ferris wheel and watch Incredicoaster and people watch. And so it was it was really nice. We were there about an hour. Um, and then we just 
rode rides until about 8, 8.30 and we were done. So tired. So we went back about then and kind of messed around until we fell asleep. That sounds like a great day. It was. I'm trying to think, did anything change? No, I don't think anything no, changed. No, I, I wrote down breakfast in room, check in for convention, plan to open and close the park. So yeah, we did not close the park. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> exhausted. Did not close the park. So I have it in my notes that Thursday, your son was going to be at VidCon the entire day, and this was going to be your solo day in the park, that you wanted to take things slowly, get coffee, things like that. So walk us through this luxurious self-care day in Disneyland. I did not buy Genie Plus this day. And so my plans were watch shows, watch parades, do things with the lower wait times, the smaller rides. So... I got there at rope drop and I had to wait half an hour because with the type of ticket that I have, it wouldn't let me get in for early entry. So I had to wait. So I got in at park opening and rode all the rides in Fantasyland. I went straight back, rode all the rides in Fantasyland. Um, it was really nice in the morning because there's characters walking around Fantasyland and I turn around and Bert from Mary Poppins tapped me on the shoulder and started doing a tap dance. No lie. How crazy is that? Oh my goodness. Then, Please tell me you started tap dancing back at him. I wish I had thought about it. <laughs> my, my brain was just completely exploding. I could not believe that Bert from Mary Poppins was standing in front of me tap dancing. Um, I think I would have broken into a time step <laughs> just to be like tap off. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then over by the carousel, Geppetto and Pinocchio were holding mm -hmm. hands and skipping in circles around the carousel. I mean, it's just so much fun. So mm -hmm. I did Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Alice in Wonderland, Snow White, Pinocchio, Dumbo. They have the boats called Storybook Land Canal Boats. And you get into them and you ride through the whale from Pinocchio and then mm -hmm. you get to see all these tiny little miniature scenes from Disney movies. So they had Arendelle and they had um, Snow White's little house and you could see the castle from Snow White in the background. And they had Aladdin's village and her castle. And it was just so much fun to see these miniature little scenes set up. So I did that and it really was just nice to take my time and go slow. I wanted to see the Lion King show. And I realized while I was there, because it doesn't tell you this, but it's only running on weekends right now. And mm -hmm. so since this was Thursday, I missed that. But I saw the parade. The Disneyland parade is, to me, a different caliber than Disney World. And I'm not sure if it's just because it's in the L.A. area and they have so many performers out there. But mm -hmm. the dancing was top notch. They had one group come in for before the Frozen float and did a ballet. I mean, they're doing pas de deux and, and lifts and spins. And I mean, it was incredible. They had another group wow. come in with this African funk style and so much fun. So I watched that and I actually went back and saw the second parade because it was just so great. And it was, I think overall, it was a really nice day. I went to Jolly Holiday and I got Walt's favorite meal with the toasted grilled cheese and the tomato basil soup. Mm -hmm. And the fancy macaroon, the raspberry macaroon, and sat in a corner by myself and just people watched and ate lunch. I love going to parks by myself. And I think this was just kind of a dream day. 
Yeah, it sounds amazing. I love that little storybook area that you mentioned too. It's it's so cute and I'm I think I'm a sucker for anything that's miniature. I love Disney and I love miniature things and this is the best of both worlds. <laughs> it was so cute and they had these ducks that live in this canal and they were walking all over the miniature villages and so it just made it even more fun. I loved it. And it was fun to do by myself too because I think I don't know if Jack did it when he was by himself, but I think it would have bored him. But to me, it was mm-hmm. it was magical getting to see all that, um, the yeah. little miniature villages. I loved it. So that was basically my Thursday. Um, I honestly cannot remember how late I stayed, but I did not stay to close the park down. I did not see fireworks that night. Um, I had dinner in the park and then went back to the hotel. And just in terms of the the convention, was Jack enjoying all of the, the things that the convention had to offer? I think it was a lot more crowded this year than it has been in the past few years. And so they weren't really expecting that. So he absolutely did. But what he really wanted to do was meet up with these friends that he had made online and basically felt like he knew. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that really was exciting for him to be able to spend time with these people that in his mind, he totally knows. Uh, But Mm -hmm. they did. They went to some sessions and saw some presentations, got some pictures with YouTubers they had a couple really fun things like they had the human claw machine where they lift you up and you get dropped down and have to grab like squishmallows and stuff. But the line was like three hours long. So he didn't do that, but they did have some incredible displays and stuff there. So um, I think overall the convention was pretty successful. I've never heard of a human claw machine. (laughs) That sounds really wild. I'm going to have to Google it. Yeah, definitely. One other thing I did on Thursday that is mention worthy is I did the bread tour at California Adventure and I'd heard of it and kind of just like, hey, you got to do the bread tour, which I didn't even know what that was. Um, But they have this. Did you do it when you went? No, I've never heard of this. I'm interested to hear what it is. Over in the wharf area, they have this sourdough factory where they are making sourdough bread and in the restaurant, they sell it. And Mm -hmm. you get to walk through first you enter and they give you a big chunk of bread that you get to eat as you're walking through. And it's a walkthrough tour. They have little displays set up so you know what they're doing, but you get to sit and actually watch them make a Mickey head out of the sourdough bread. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just, it was a lot of fun. I wouldn't say it's a absolute must do, but it took 15 minutes and it was really interesting to see how they made it. And then to go next door to the restaurant and get to order it because they had sourdough bowls with mac and cheese. So delicious. Um, So that was interesting. I think that not knowing what that was and walking into it was even more fun because you get to kind of discover what you're, what you're seeing as you go in, you know, is that that's the area that they're going to turn into San Francisco, right? Very soon. Yes. You can see a lot of construction going on. Um, They had already drained the lake area, and so they had changed some of the outside of the lake to look like it was more of that theming. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of the buildings and the shops were had the lovely Disney tent on them as they were updating them, but it's supposed to open pretty soon, so that will be really exciting. Yeah, that will be. I like the Kiro 6. So Friday, I had a California Adventure Reservation, but I decided to change it to Disneyland because I was going in by myself and I wanted to see the welcome show. And on the back of the train station, they do a welcome show and it starts out with a recording of Walt Disney 
saying the words that he said as they opened Disneyland. And I thought that was really exciting. And then they have a jazz band playing and there's like six characters, super, super silly dancing, just up there having fun. And so I really wanted to see that. So I switched my reservation to Disneyland and went and did that. And while I was waiting for the opening show to start, I met this cast member named Matt and he was transportation. So he did, he was a conductor on the train. He drove the cars. So sometimes if you become friends with them and really chat them up, they'll offer to take you on the Lily Bell. And he did, but it wasn't running that day. So he said, come back your next time you're in the park, find me and I'll take you on the Lily Bell. So I'm totally, totally excited about this. He was so much fun to talk to. So I watched the opening show and Jack slept in that day and then went to VidCon. So I didn't see him all morning. And I went in Disneyland and kind of finished up the rides that I hadn't done yet. Rode Indiana Jones twice because I love it. Um, and then I went back to the hotel to rest a little bit. And at maybe five o'clock, I went back to California Adventure. And we had made a virtual queue reservation for one, which is the show. And... Mm -hmm. It was incredible. So we kind of just messed around, did little rides. We did Little Mermaid, I think. Um, and then we got to our spot an hour early. And I asked them, I said, what's the best spot? And she said, do you mind getting wet? And I said, now, wait a minute. What does that mean? Because at <laughs> night there, it, it gets chilly at night there. It does. And so we're in, we're in sweatshirts at night. And she's like, you're going to get wet, but it's the best spot. And I was like, what does that mean? And she said, basically it's spray. So when the wind blows, you're going to get like sprayed with the water. And mm -hmm. I, we decided we didn't care. So we sat in the very, very front, right against the gate. And we were able to watch the show and it was absolutely incredible. So the concept is it's world of color and they're doing one right now for the hundredth anniversary. And mm -hmm. it's the whole idea that one man, one concept, one person can make a humongous difference. And they go through some of the movies, they have Walt talking, um, but the whole idea of this world of color is incredible. And us being able to sit and watch it that close was amazing. So tip, another tip, if you can sit right in the middle, right up against the fence, because you get to see everything head on and there's nothing that's kind of altered because of where you're sitting. And it was wonderful. But after that, we were done, exhausted. Mm -hmm. So we went home and went to bed. I saw in my notes here that your son's goal was to ride every ride and do every attraction. How was he doing on that goal at this point? He was doing pretty well. The only problem was he kept going back to the same rides that he liked and riding them over and over. And yeah. the little rides, um, the rides in Pixar Pier, there are a lot of smaller kid rides. There's a carousel, there's swings. Um, mm -hmm. and so he had kind of put those off. So at this point he's done all of the big rides, all of the headliners mm -hmm. again and again and again. Um, uh, but he did make a note. He's got a whole list on his phone and he would check them as uh -huh. he went down, as he rode each ride, he would check them off. Uh-huh. Did you ride the Ferris wheel? I did not. He did. And I wanted him to ride it. So I knew what it was like because I did <laughs> not have the guts to do it. So the Ferris wheel has two different options. You can mm -hmm. ride the one that's the car that's basically stationary and just goes around with the Ferris wheel, or you can ride the one that is on its own little track and moves as it goes around. And mm -hmm. every time it stops, they all swing. And it just too much for me. He rode the one that swings around and he said he really liked it. The only issue was it took 25 minutes to load 
because they have to go to each section and put new people on and then keep moving mm -hmm. and put more people on. And he said for the 10 minutes at the most that they went around the 25 minute wait for that was just mm -hmm. not worth it. So yeah. for him, it was a one and done, but I'm glad he did it because I wanted to know how the swinging ones, the swinging cars were. Um, to me, they look like I would walk off and want to find a trash can, <laughs> but he, he said it was fun. He said it was fun and not that bad. They are terrifying to me. Um, and we have the same sort of thing over in Coney Island. And I have been roped into getting into those swinging cars too. And every time I do it, I'm just like, why, why, why did I do this again? Because it feels, it just feels like the thing is going to fall apart. Like the, the car is going to fall off of the Ferris wheel and everything's over. And here we go. This is the end of your life. It, you're, you're, article in the newspaper is going to say she died on a ferris wheel <laughs> i just think no thanks i am good yeah. i will watch but i don't want it i have no desire um it was really gorgeous at night though because it mm -hmm. lights up they turn it off when they do world of color but up until that point it's i mean lights flashing all around and you get to see the incredicoaster in the back and so it's gorgeous not for me so saturday was my rest day and mm -hmm. I think I mentioned I was supposed to meet a friend that I wasn't sure would happen because just didn't know. Um, mm -hmm. The friend called me Friday night and said that her mother-in-law, who she had just seen, had COVID. So oh, no. I said, oh, well, <laughs> I don't think I'll be seeing you this time. Right. Um, so it was a complete solo day, rest day. I did three loads of laundry. Mm -hmm. I hung out by the pool. And I brought my phone down and I watched Friends by the pool on my phone because I didn't have a book or anything with me. Um, I walked around downtown Disney. I put my name on the list for Trader Sam's and I only had to wait maybe 20 minutes and I got a table at Trader Sam's. Wow. And I was surprised. And I don't know if it was because it was just one, though, of course, they gave me a table for two. Um, but I was really glad I got in and they tell you when you go in, they're like, you have a two hour limit <laughs> by myself. There's no way I'm going to be here for two hours. Um, so I was really excited to eat the panko crusted long beans, which I had had when I went in December. And it's so funny because you wouldn't think that like breaded green beans would be good, but they were incredible. So I was really, really excited. Well, I got them and apparently they changed the recipe. They were greasy and mushy and disgusting. So I told her she took them away and brought me the most amazing mojito I have ever had. Of course, it was like $20 for this drink, mm -hmm. but it was incredible. And it has some funny name. I think it's called like the Mosquito Mojito or something like that. Um, but it was absolutely wonderful. And so I sat there for a while and people watched, watched the people at the pool. They had a, a ukulele band had like three different size ukuleles and a singer set mm -hmm. up right outside and they were playing and singing and it was it was definitely fun to just sit there and be able to watch them without a kid telling me we have to go or we need to be somewhere or mm -hmm. you know being on someone else's timeline um because the green beans were so bad i was hungry and so i walked through downtown disney and i'm looking for something quick to eat and i ended up getting food at and i'm not going to remember the name but it's the little pizza place um, they do the brick oven pizzas and it was mm -hmm. great. It wasn't a, you must go, but it was really, really good. Hit the spot. Perfect. And then I waited in line at the jazz kitchen to get the beignets. 
I love a beignet. Oh my gosh. Are they Mickey shaped? No, not there. They are when you get them in the park, but they, the place that had them in the park was closed. And I've heard that Jazz Kitchen is better anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I got them there. And of course, by myself, I get this humongous order of like eight beignets, which never going to eat. But I found a nice little corner and devoured probably half of the order. Uh, But wonderful. So good. Um, And then I hung out in the Esplanade, which is the area between the two parks because there was a band playing and there were a lot of people gathering to sit and watch the fireworks. So I guess they didn't have park tickets and they sat there and they had blankets and spread out and got ready to watch Mm -hmm. the fireworks at Disneyland. So I hung out and people watched for a little bit and then went back to the hotel and Jack had done dinner with his friends and then he met back and we crashed. Oh, that sounds like a great day. Um, Sometimes you just really need that. Absolutely. You really need a chance to just rest rest and recuperate and get ready because, of course, I rope dropped the next day. So I needed that. Sunday, I did Disneyland. And I'm not sure. I had California Adventure. Yeah, I had California Adventure Mm -hmm. reserved. And I switched it to Disneyland because I wanted to go back and find my friend Matt who promised me a ride on the Lily Bell. And I found him and he said, uh, the reason it wasn't running two days before when I had spoken to him was that it had a broken axle and it wasn't something that was easily fixed. So it wasn't running. I didn't get to ride it, but he told me to wait and he went and got Walt's car, which is a fire truck, a small little fire truck. Mm -hmm. And he put me on Walt's car, just him and I, and we rode up and down Main Street about three times, just the two of us on Walt's car. Was it a full-size car or was it like a golf cart type size? No, it was a full-size car. Um, It was the car that he would use to ride around the parks. So it was actually his car. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So lots of fun doing that. That's really cool. It was. It was. And then we stopped in front of the castle and got pictures in front of the castle with the car. And so I really, I really liked that. Nice. Nice. Then I watched the Lion King because this was the first weekend day I had been there. Mm-hmm. And I went back three times. It was so much wow. fun. It was, I mean, I'm a theater kid. So of course mm-hmm. I love the theatrical aspect. The dancing was what got me. Um, mm-hmm. It was African jazz funk and so much fun, so much energy. I sat different places each time so I could kind of get a different experience. Um, I took lots of videos to send home to my dancer kid who enjoyed that. Uh, Mm -hmm. The singing was wonderful. The storyline was great. How they fit the entire Lion King into like 25 minutes, I have no clue, but Mm -hmm. it was wonderful. And I'm glad I took the time to do that because the talent on that stage was beyond what I could have imagined. Um, I got to do some little rides that I hadn't done yet. I hadn't done the carousel, which of course is important. I rode Small World again. Um, I wanted to ride Small World because... Um, I think we might've talked about this, but small world has the Disney characters in the ride. And so as you're going along, you'll look and see, Oh, there's Cinderella. Oh, there's Lilo and stitch. There's toy story. And so I looked up a list of which ones were in the ride and I took pictures of every single one as I went, because I wanted to challenge myself and see if I could find them all, which I did. Um, So that's a fun game. If you have some time to ride small world an extra time or two and search out the Disney characters, I think there are 12. But I made a list and I found every single one. Peter Pan is tricky because he's flying overhead. And so if you don't look up, 
you completely miss it. Ah, uh, I wish we had that in Disney World because I remember writing it in Disneyland and thinking it just adds adds that modern touch. So you have the the original dolls and you have that classic part of Small World, but to have the characters in there, I just thought it really married the two really well. Absolutely agree. And it would be so easy to add. They mm-hmm. did not add anything intricate. They just plopped those characters right in there where they would be in certain countries. Um, mm-hmm. So I really don't think it would be difficult, but you're right. It was nice because it did. It added some modern movies and experiences into the ride that's such a classic. So, I mean, having Lilo and Stitch and Little Mermaid, um, they had Nemo and Dory. So even some more modern ones as well, which was nice. Yeah. So I had a reservation for Carnation Cafe for six o'clock and it was for Jack as well. But this day he was in the park with a friend. And so I didn't see him at all. And I had this reservation for the two of us and I moved it just to one person because I had to try the fried pickles. And so I go in and she's like, oh, here's your dinner menu. I'm like, nope, I don't need that. I'm only going to be here about half an hour. Give me a Coke and the fried pickles, please. And so I had them um, way too many for one person, but they're the big (laughs) spears and they're panko crusted and they Mm -hmm. were delicious. And I had a couple sitting next to me and they kept eyeing them. And he's like, are these really good? And because of my recommendation, they they ordered two orders for the two of them and completely devoured them. So um, that was fun, but I was only there about half an hour. Carnation Cafe is very cute. It has a great simple menu, but it's right on Main Street and they have an outside where you can sit. And so it was nice to watch people walking up and down Main Street. So Jack and his friend went to Cafe Orleans, which I had a reservation for the next night. So I canceled my reservation the next night and told them, I said, I just need you to get the Monte Cristo and let me know how it is. And so both of them got the Monte Cristo that night and said, it was worth the hype. They said it was really good. Okay. So I think after that, I left Jack and went back to the hotel. So I didn't stay super late that night. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, this is, I mean, I had six days worth of tickets. And Jack and I agreed that the sweet spot for Disneyland is a three-day park hopper with Genie Plus. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah. absolutely plenty of time, as long as you have Genie Plus. And you can go back and forth and ride your favorite rides. Six days of park days was a little too much. I don't want to say because I love Disney and I could spend, you know, weeks there at a time. I'm just saying it was it was absolutely unnecessary. So when I was tired at 830 at night, I just went home and went to bed. But it was nice to be able to do that. Right. I think that three park days with Genie Plus is is exactly right. And then if you are trying to take a, a week-long vacation, you use those other days for rest days or to go check out Universal or go to the beach or other things that there are to do in the area. So you can absolutely get everything done in a few days. And if you're a roller coaster junkie, Knott's Berry Farm is right there, which is supposed to be wonderful if you love roller coasters. We didn't do it because... Yeah. With- VidCon and everything, I didn't want to add something else, but mm-hmm. it's right there. I want to say it's like half an hour away. So it's very, very doable. It's on my it's on my bucket list of things to try out there because I, I do like coasters and I think that um, it would be fun to try something, something different out there. And Universal is not like it is in Florida. Mm-hmm. So you definitely can do Universal Studios in one day, no problem. So you're right. You can yeah. do a week long out there and do three days at Disney, rest day, Universal, and Knott's Berry Farm and mm-hmm. have a wonderful trip. So Monday, 
we both kind of slept in a little bit. We ate breakfast in the room. We went to the park about 10. Okay. And we kind of, Jack, this was his day to do all the things he hadn't done. And Dumbo had closed for refurbishment, which somehow I missed that it was closing this day. And he had too. And so he didn't get to ride Dumbo. And I think besides that, he missed the animation experience and Turtle Talk with Crush at mm-hmm. California Adventure. And besides that, he did everything. Wow. That's Several amazing. Times. <laughs> and at least the things that he missed, they were all things he could do in Disney World. Yeah, all of those are at Disney World. And the animation experience is a little harder to get to in Disney mm-hmm. World at Animal Kingdom. And it's very, yeah. very accessible at California Adventure. But he's done it before. And so it wasn't a big deal that he missed it. Um, I wanted to go for the parades again because I mm-hmm. love them. And so we kind of did our last minute things we wanted to do, do again, or he did things that he hadn't done. We ate lunch at the parks, went back to the hotel, packed up, rested. And then we went back about four, saw the parade and he didn't want to see the fireworks, but I stayed for the fireworks and found an absolutely perfect spot. So when you do go, let me know because I have a perfect spot for fireworks. Okay. And it was a really nice ending to the trip to Mm -hmm. end with the fireworks at Disneyland. Yeah. Mm. Wow. What an amazing week you've had. I hope that with such a, I'm going to use the word incredible because that's, that's the theme word for your, your trip. I hope I'm crossing my fingers that I'm going to hear that your travel back to North Carolina went smoothly. Was everything okay with that? It did. It actually did. It was a very um, long travel day, but when we got to Atlanta, we were able to switch flights and get an earlier flight because originally we had like three and a half hours in the Atlanta Mm -hmm. airport and we were able to switch. And so that was really good and get home earlier than we thought. Uh, We got home about 1130 Eastern time and my husband picked us up at the airport and we came home and slept for 12 hours. We were absolutely exhausted, right? (laughs) <laughs> I don't blame you. you. You packed so much into your week. That, that is amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing all of your, your trip details. And I, I learned some things. I hope that people who are listening learn some things. What would you say um, overall were the, the key moments of this trip for you? What were the the must-dos that you would recommend for somebody who is coming to Disneyland, particularly who maybe has been to Disney World before? For the first time, I would definitely recommend getting Genie Plus because it works so much better and it's so easy. Um, It'll make the trip more smooth and it'll just make things run easier. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely for the thrill seekers, Guardians, the galaxy and Incredicoaster and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very fun. Um, so I'd say those don't miss World of Color because I saw it Christmas and I saw it when we went this trip and it was very different, but both times it's just the way they do things. It's so Disney, you know, like top of the line. They don't miss a beat. Everything is so, so Disney. And so I would definitely recommend doing that. Um, Look up snacks before you go because Disneyland has some really good and different alternatives to what we would get at Disney World. And I think that's fun to be able to try those. And I think the last thing is that I really enjoyed was comparing the rides that are the same at Disneyland and Disney World. 
we came to the consensus together that Disney World has way better queues. So when you're actually waiting in line, the themes for your queues, much, much better. Um, but when you look at the rides, the rides are better at Disneyland. Thunder Mountain, way better. Pirates of the Caribbean, way better. Small World. So I would definitely say comparing. And it's fun. It's fun to be able to ride the same ride with a little twist to it. Yeah, it's familiar, but just a bit different. Oh, I do have one, one more tip. Don't ride the canoes. Just don't. <laughs> that is what I've heard. Just don't. I had heard nothing about them. And I said, oh, this looks like fun. We're going to go on a little canoe ride around the, the lake. Oh, no, mm -hmm. it's not fun. No, it's Especially work. If it's, hot. it's work. You get hit with the, the paddles. You get splashed with the water that looks really, really gross. It is so much work. I just don't understand why they are still there. Okay, noted. I, I don't think I would have written <laughs> them to begin with. But yes, thank you for reinforcing what I had already yes. planned not to do. Okay, so before we go, I know that you are a Disney and Universal uh, travel specialist, travel advisor, however you would want to say that. Can you just tell us a little bit about the services that you offer and how people can get in touch with you? And really, why does it benefit somebody to use someone like you when planning their trip? So even if you've been to Disney many times, even if you know how to plan your trips, even if you have that knowledge base, things change constantly. And travel advisors have the accessibility to all of the promos that come up and all of the deals and all of the tips and tricks. And if you have a package booked and we find a promo that comes up that works for your package, we can go ahead and apply that and save you money. Um, you have the availability of having somebody almost always on call to help you. When I have clients that are at Disney World, they'll text me and ask me questions while they're there. Where should we go eat for this? Uh, do you think my kid can handle this ride? That kind of thing. And so just to have somebody on your side. And also, if anything goes wrong, I'll sit on the phone for you. You don't have to sit on the phone for two hours waiting for Disney to answer the phone to fix your problem. I'll do that for you. So I think just having somebody in your corner who knows what they're doing and is willing to do the work so that you don't have to. And the best thing, which I realize now that a lot of people don't know, is that we are paid commission through Disney. And it costs you nothing to use a travel advisor. And if you book yourself through Disney, you're still paying that commission, but you pay it to Disney. So it's really nice to have somebody helping you and you're not paying them anything. Um, Universal works the same way. Uh, we know all the tricks, all the tips can get the promos for you and discounts, all the hotels. We have all that information to be able to help and it doesn't cost you anything. I knew that it didn't cost anything, but I think I only this week, I think I heard from from someone who framed it that way, who said not only does it not cost anything, but because you're paying the same price, you've essentially already paid for it in the package that you're getting. So you might as well use the service. So I thought that was interesting. Nobody had ever put it that way before. Well, and you're supporting a small business also mm -hmm. because travel advisors are small businesses. And so when you're working with a travel advisor, you're exactly, you're getting what you're paying for already and mm -hmm. you're supporting a small business. Well, thank you so much for all the tips and for sharing um, your story and a little bit of um, Jack's experience with his convention, uh, VidCon. Um, where can we find you for someone looking to utilize your services? 
Absolutely. Um, I'm with Orange Grove Travel Company. So you can just Google that Orange Grove Travel Company. My name is Melissa Powell and I am on there or you can find me on Facebook same way or I am on Instagram as well. So all of those avenues will reach me. I like to post a lot of fun things, especially on Instagram. Um, and you'll see a lot of stuff from this trip as well. Just to give you an idea of what things look like and what experiences you can have. And so I like to put all that out there so people can really get a chance to see it. You can also email me, melissa.powell at orangegrovetravel.com. Perfect. Well, I will put all of that information in the show notes so that it's easily accessible for anybody who is interested. And thank you again. I hope that I hope we'll get to chat again soon. I hope so too. And our, our next Disney adventures, right? Thank you very much for having me. Definitely come back. Take care. Thank you. A huge thank you again to Melissa for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. I had the best time, and I hope that everyone out there listening is walking away feeling inspired to book a Disneyland trip soon. If that happens to be you, make sure you reach out to Melissa. She is absolutely one of the nicest and most genuine people you will ever meet, and I can promise that she will take care of you and your family to help you have the best vacation possible. You'll find her Instagram and Facebook pages linked in the show notes below, along with a link to her agency, Orange Grove Travel. And now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Thank you for listening, and as I always say, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.